I, I do want to get to this because this was one of the more ridiculous things I've seen in a long time. In fact, when I first saw this proposal that the NFL was putting forward, I thought it was a parody. Like, I thought this was an article from The Onion or something like that, or like one of those like parody Twitter accounts, like Sports Talk Barry on Twitter that likes to always fool people with tweets. The NFL this week is going to be voting on a resolution that would actually improve a team's draft position if the team hires a person of color as a head coach or general manager. A team can move up six spots in the third round of the draft for hiring a minority head coach and 10 spots in the third round for hiring a minority GM. Now, currently, there are only two black GMs and four head coaches of color. That matches a 17-year low for the league. Here's the problem. This is insulting for minorities. This is the classic example of the right idea, wrong way to execute it. Because the premise of this rule is for the right reasons. Clearly, there needs to be more minority coaching candidates and GM candidates moving forward. I mean, I think it's 80% of the NFL is black. So there's a no-brainer. This is a real issue. But I think it's insulting to minority candidates to try and incentivize teams to hire them with draft position. You know, I thought Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, he said it best when talking about the rule. Quote, I think sometimes you can do the wrong thing while trying to do the right thing. I think there are a lot of qualified African-American coaches that could be a head coach of this league, and I just pray that we do our due diligence and give these guys an opportunity. The reality is it starts at the top, right? You have no African-American owners, so that's first and foremost. You know, obviously there's only two black GMs. Well, GMs are the people who usually hire the coaches, so it starts there. But I just think incentivizing the hiring a minority candidate, the, it's the wrong way to go about it. You know, you, 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 you are basically trying to incentivize something that is insulting to other minority candidates. You know, Anthony Lynn is one of the two or one of the four head coaches of color in the NFL. He could speak to it. It's just a preposterous thing to suggest. It's not something that can be implemented. And here's the thing. There's no right answer to this problem. It's a very complex issue. Like, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, well, there's nothing we could do. You know, got to just hope for the best and hope, you know, African-American candidates and people of color get opportunities. I do have some solutions that I think could try and help. I think we need to start letting assistant coaches not be blocked if they want to be interviewed for a coordinator job. You know, the NFL, NFL teams, they often blocked position coaches from interviewing to be a coordinator. And it's only when you're a coordinator that you do then get the right to interview to be a head coach. Most of these head coaches are either an offensive or a defensive coordinator. I think we need to stop blocking these guys from getting the opportunity to be an OC or a DC. The NFL should make it mandatory that if a team wants to request the, the chance to speak to the defensive line coach of X team A, you know, team B should have the right to speak to that coach for their open DC position. We shouldn't be stopping promotions. Like the the wheels gotta be spinning there. I also think part of the main issue you have with the hiring process is how some teams are in such a rush just to hire somebody because they don't want to lose out on their guy. I believe hiring should not be allowed until after the Super Bowl. Eric Bieniemy is a minority candidate, offensive coordinator of the Chiefs. Everybody keeps saying this guy is going to be a head coach someday. 
And it's crazy he didn't get an opportunity to be a head coach this past year, during this past hiring cycle. Well, to me, Eric Bieniemy was kind of screwed by the fact that the Chiefs did go to the Super Bowl, that his team did win the Super Bowl. Because while all these other teams are hiring their coaches, Bieniemy is still coaching his team. And these teams don't want to sit around and wait. They want to hire their head coach and then hire the coaching staff right away because you lose out on some candidates. I think the NFL should freeze the hiring process until after the Super Bowl. You know, we already televised the draft. We televised the schedule release. Why don't we televise, like, the period in time where coaches are allowed to be hired? We can make that, like, you know, we have free agent frenzy. Why don't we have NFL head coaching frenzy the week after the Super Bowl or something? It's just wrong. Because if you're a minority candidate and you get hired after these rules are implemented, isn't part of you going to kind of feel slighted? Oh, am I really being hired because I'm the best person for the job? Or am I being hired because my team wants to just bring in a minority candidate? I think it's insulting. I really do. I thought this was a parody. I think it's the total wrong way to go about it. Right idea, terrible execution. Like the Rooney rule in the NFL was made and put in place for the right reasons. And the Rooney rule, for those not familiar, is a rule in which any NFL team has to interview at least one minority coaching candidate before you could hire a head coach. But the problem with the Rooney rule has been this. Teams have just been interviewing the token candidate because they needed to fill the requirement, but they already had their guy in mind. Like the Cowboys, as an example, were interviewing you know, Mike McCarthy. We knew they wanted Mike McCarthy. Who was their coaching candidate to, compi- you know, to you know, meet the Rooney rule requirement? It was Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, who had a long career as an NFL head coach, never won anything. You know, you know what he is. He was never going to get that job. You know, that interview should have went to a, a minority candidate that actually would benefit from the opportunity to be out in the public and, and, and get some run from the media. I also think if you want to try and improve the lack of minority coaches and GM candidates, NFL teams need to allow assistant coaches and assistant GMs and scouts to speak to the media more often. A lot of teams do not allow their assistant coaches to speak to the media. So no one can really develop a relationship with an up-and-coming you know, quarterbacks coach if he's not able to speak to the media. The only people that speak to the media every week in the NFL are the head coach and the offensive and defensive coordinator usually speak once a week. Start letting some of the position coaches speak. Get their name out there. Let people see that they're well-spoken, that they have a great idea for the type of program they're running, that they're, you know, they have the persona that could translate to being a head coach one day. It's all about exposure. Because NFL teams hire who they feel comfortable with. If you're a GM, you're going to hire a coach that you feel comfortable with. Well, maybe if you got a chance to know a bunch of different candidates, some of those candidates would be minority candidates, and that will thus translate into some of these guys being hired. There's no right, there's no right way to fix this problem. But I'm sorry, voting on a resolution that rewards a team a higher draft pick for hiring a minority head coach or GM is just not the right way to do it. It's just not. Can I argue this is also kind of racist against people of uh, people that are white in a way? Kind of reverse racism here? It's just so absurd that this is a real thing. And the other thing in all this, too, is why is it just a third-round pick? Like, how did we settle on that arbitrary number? Are we saying that, all oh, a minority candidate is only worth a third-round pick? They're not worth more? 
Are people going to be offended that, oh, the minority candidate is only worth a third-round pick? They're not worth at least a second? I don't know. I just know where people go nowadays in our society. Everyone's always looking for a reason to be mad. Big mad on the Internet. But I'll tell you what, this is just not the right answer. I think this is an overreaction to a guy like Eric B. Enemy, who was clearly a qualified candidate not getting a job this past offseason. But I think a big part of that is because the Kansas City Chiefs went all the way to the Super Bowl, and teams didn't want to sit around and wait. So I think the biggest thing the NFL could do if they want to try and incentivize you know, more minorities being hired for positions, I think the biggest thing they could do is have a total hiring freeze until after the Super Bowl. Hire freeze. That's it. And then you're the NFL. You want to monetize it? We'll have a head coaching special. Where is this person going to go? We'll break it down for the next four hours here on ESPN on the NFL Network. I mean, we do have the players. Free agency. We have free agency frenzy. We could have an NFL uh, yeah, why coaching not? special. I really think that's a big problem, though. So the two things, just to recap here, that I would suggest trying to, to do to try and fix this issue is freeze the hiring until after the Super Bowl and let assistant coaches interview for coordinator jobs without being blocked by their teams. Give people the opportunity to be promoted upwards. Because you'll see time and time again, to be a head coach in the NFL, you have to be a successful D.C. or a successful O.C. It's very rare you get a guy like Joe Judge, now the head coach of the Giants, who was a special teams coordinator in New England. It's rare. Majority of coaching candidates were great O.C.s or great D.C.s. So if you're a position coach and you have the opportunity to interview for a coordinator job and your team blocks you, that shouldn't be allowed. You should be allowed to interview for that job. Starts at the top. That's how you do it. That's the only way you could try and fix something as complex as this issue. But the idea to reward a team for hiring a minority candidate just sounds sounds comical, honestly. And if I was a minority candidate, I know I'd be offended. Anthony Lynn, I thought, said it best. Right idea, but terrible execution. His quote, sometimes you can do the wrong thing while trying to do the right thing. Classic example. This is the right thing to try and do. Wrong way of going about it. We wrap up the show next. Here on a Monday, you're listening to The Jake Asman Show.